0: Great morning, great morning, Grand Rising. What up, though? Happy, happy Thursday. What's good?
1: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Quanah's Corner. Thank you to my homegirl, Jade, for that lovely introduction. You're so dope. I appreciate you. Thank you again for that. Uh, this week, you just have me because our lovely co-host, Cousin B., was thoroughly enjoying his Father's Day out on 8th Ave here in Harlem. And if you just don't happen to know what I'm talking about, there was a huge cookout and birthday party on Father's Day along 8th Avenue in Harlem. Like, it looked like a block party. Cops had to come and shut it down about 3 a.m. I mean... It was rocking outside. I'm not even gonna lie. It was it was rocking out there. <laughs> like they really had it. It was lit. Um a lot of the I'll put I do this in air quotes. The new Harlem was very upset and oh my gosh, the noise and people have to get up in the morning and I'm just like I get it. I, I do get it. But I also understood the people who were outside. Like, you've been inside for the last, you know, but it's, how long? How long has it been? Three months? Three months? Four months? I don't even know how long it's been. But you've been locked up in your house for the last, you know, how many months? You get to get outside, see your friends, mix and mingle a little bit. Listen, I get it. Was I out there? Nah. 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 I watched from my window though. (laughs) I was like Pearl from Two Two Seven. I was in my window with a drink. It was it was amazing. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? For those who don't live in Harlem, um, I could set the scene for you. If you've ever seen the movie um, Paid in Full, you know what the end the end of the movie when there's like a bunch of people in the street and they're like shooting a video. Think of that, but a lot more people. That's what Harlem looked like on Saturday, and in, in this specific area, I'm talking about, um, traffic was backed up crazy. And the thing about it is, so me, I'm I'm a very I'm a true true city girl, city girl down to the heart. Like the outside noises from the city don't bother me. Like if an ambulance passes a fire truck, eh, it won't wake me up. It won't disturb me. So. The fireworks, the music, the people. None of that stuff was disturbing me. I was ready to drift off to sleep at about three. Until I heard a barrage of sirens. And I was like, what the heck is going on outside? I was like, oh, they must have kept me shut down at a party. I go up to my window. Guys, literally, I lie to you not. There was, if I had to count at least Twelve police vans, one behind the other, sirens blaring, okay, blaring the music like the you couldn't even hear the music anymore. the music that was coming from the from the barbecue you could not hear that music at all. The sirens were super loud, and what they did is they rolled within maybe about a seven block radius. So before the party started and after the party, and then they circled around the block. Now, my only thing to this, I understood that they wanted to break it up. So literally right before they reached the block that it was happening on, people started to disperse. Like they started to disperse. So by the time they got there, it wasn't that large of a crowd, which originally started. And I'm just like, what? what's your purpose of this? Because at this point, now you're just disturbing the peace. I mean, I get people like, oh, but the party didn't disturb the peace. No, not to me. It didn't. It didn't disturb the peace to me. Okay. Those sirens, like, I literally wanted to throw a bottle out of my window and play Target to every single siren. It was so loud. Guys, this went on. It had to be for like 10 to 15 minutes. Sirens going at full maximum value. It was it was disgusting. If you were sleeping because the, the party noise didn't bother you, the fireworks didn't bother you, those sirens definitely woke you up. Definitely did. Ugh. Sunday was a night to be remembered in Harlem. Oh my gosh, the craziest part, like after they did the whole ring around the rosy of of, of the of the sirens and, and police vans, police officers in, like, tactical gear come out, and they're like, move, 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 move. Like, the people who were just, like, maybe if you were one side of the street and maybe you lived in the opposite direction and you wanted to go, move, move, move. And you can hear them because they were really loud and, like, I'm just like, this is, what is happening? Am I in Harlem right now? Wait, what is going on? It was total mayhem. Total mayhem. But, I will say, I think the party started, no, it actually started about three. Someone said two, but I know on the flyer, I think it said about three. The DJ was out there spinning, from the time the DJ was out there spinning until, right before the police came. I will take my hat off to everybody that was outside. There was not one fight. There was nothing. Nothing happened out there. So you can't tell me that, oh, if we get together, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be, nah. It was was literally like, yo, it feels good to be outside. That's really what it was. But we'll have Cousin be back. He'll be back. He's quarantining. I told him. Listen, you was out there 14 days. See you 14 days. Mm-mm. He know I do not play because I got my baby. See, I don't play. So he'll be back on. Um, another thing I wanted to share, my baby's graduated. They will be going to junior high school in the fall. I know, right? Junior high school. Yikes. Prepare myself for that one. Preparing, preparing. If you're a parent out there and you're a child to you in your high school, I need some advice. Give me give me all the advice. Tell me what I need to know. <laughs> what I need to know. I know just off the back I am strengthening our bond, making sure they know that I'm here. Uh we're talking more. You know. Because I think those things are pretty important as you go through the journey in life of being a child and gotta being in those preteens. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into this podcast. Here we have, a, she is, she is special guest, but she not really a special guest because she been on here before, but <laughs> I love
0: talking to her. So welcome back, Crystal. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Like I was saying, before we got into the show, things just really turned up since we t- talked last, so <laughs> that's us talk about.
1: Listen, I know, I know, but let's just refresh, refresh them and, um, Let them know what you do and tell them about your YouTube channel.
0: All right. So I am a CPA by day and a YouTuber by day and night. I kind of, you know, mix it in during my work day. So um, my channel is focused on personal finance, investing, and the economy. I think a lot of times we'll hear about personal finance, but if you don't really link in the economy also, um, you can really you know, be at a disadvantage. So I like to bring everything together, make it make sense, make it short, um, entertaining and informative. Because I think when you're on you know, mainstream media or even social media, a lot of times you're fed a specific narrative. But when you take a couple of little like, looks and you see little layers deeper, it's like a whole different picture. So I just kind of provide the back end and the real details of you know, what I find.
1: Yes. And her famous line for, on her YouTube channel, like she tells you all the things about finance that you didn't know in school that you should have been taught, didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. She, I, I, I love it. Cause I be like, yes, girl, come
0: on, educate. <laughs> Let's go. Run, run, run it down for me. Yeah. And I mean, it makes no sense. And you know, this is, I, obviously, I always say this, I don't want to be like a conspiracy theorist. Or actually, I do. But at any rate, like you know, it's just kind of—it's just weird. How many years and decades we have to go to school? Do we have until we realize maybe we should teach people about money, about finance? You know, why is that not required? Uh, why do we learn about photosynthesis but not you know how to write a check or how to make a budget or how to how own your own business? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the system definitely trains us to just be workers, um, as opposed to free thinkers and entrepreneurs. So it's a shame, really. But... Right, right. <laughs> I definitely agree with you there. We should be learning a whole lot more
1: in school, but that's that's another topic for another. A
0: whole another, <laughs> yes, a whole another
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it, we have what the last time you spoke, but was that back in March? No. Was it March of this year? Or was it last year? All I know this year feels like <laughs>
0: about seven years. So I can't even tell you, but I do know it was pre-COVID because
1: exactly. I just remember the world was exactly not turned up. Was.
0: Exactly. Yeah. The, we don't have months no more. We have pre and post COVID because after COVID, everything just became one day, honestly.
1: you could definitely say that again for real. Because it's just <laughs> like what what's today? Oh, okay. All right. What Thursday. month? Thursday. Yeah, oh,
0: okay.
1: I got it because it's hot outside, so I know it's like sometime in the summer. It's hot. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But we need to we need to figure all of this out, girl. We need some education. The people yes. are pulling their pearls. They clutching their wallets. Yes. Yes. So let's go ahead and get into this. So it's it's been a while since we talked, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um. I'm just trying to figure out where I
0: should start because it's, it's been crazy, like literally. Yes, yes. And, you know, when we spoke last time, I think I was kind of talking, and mind you, again, let's reiterate, this was before any of this stuff that's going on right now was even happening. Um, So that'll be, like, at least proof to that there was problems before this covid situation right so there was already cracks in the economy that i was speaking about on my channel kind of giving out warning signals but obviously no one cared about that because it didn't it wasn't really apparent (laughs) you know it wasn't apparent to the masses and now that we kind of see it in our face you know my channel's been getting a lot more traction because now it's blatantly obvious you know but Mm -hmm. we still actually have time to prepare which is great but this you know this has only expedited you know, like the recession, but that was gonna come regardless. But this has made everything just kind of get rushed to the front um, and just kind of bring everything into 2020. And I still think we have a lot more to go as far as like really more economic pain. I don't wanna like, you know, frighten people, but it's just. We're
1: gonna dive into it. We're gonna dive into yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: because we still have time to try to get our, our, our ducks in order.
1: Right. So we can start back. So we're currently in June for those who just like the months are passing you by. <laughs> so we can step back into april so april the majority of us were blessed with a stimulus check right so you got twelve hundred dollars for every adult six hundred dollars per child. What was it for married couples? What what was the amount?
0: It was still twelve hundred per person. So they they would have gotten twenty four hundred dollars and it was five hundred dollars per child. It was fi- okay it was five hundred mm-hmm. dollars
1: per child. Okay, so then that
0: makes sense. I
1: should have known that m- number exactly but you know no no big
0: deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was uh, I mean obviously uh people appreciated it but compared to what corporations received it was definitely peanuts and kind of insulting. $1. Yeah it was definitely insulting so but that's what it was, yes.
1: Okay, so after we got the stimulus check, you know, it was a little bit of yay, a little bit of, okay. We got a little something coming, but then it came a little bit more. For those who were unemployed, they received an they received an additional six hundred dollars to whatever they were getting for their unemployment. Yes, which seemed awesome. Like it's just like wow, this is this is great. Okay, we're moving in a good step. However. Mm-hmm. People probably, no, nope, I won't say probably. No, nope, not going to say probably. People
0: still weren't trying
1: to spend that coin. Like they mm-hmm. were just like, I'm going to hold on a little bit tighter to
0: this. Yes. And they, as they should, because we don't know those, the unemployment benefits end at the end of July, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously-
1: We're girl, hold on. We are coming. Oh, okay. Okay. why <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to it. So- <laughs> So, all right, Chris, yeah, I know Chris has a a YouTube channel. So, on her YouTube Mm -hmm. channel, um, every now and then I like to binge watch the videos and I learn a lot. You can learn a lot, just educate yourself financially. So, we're going to take a little step back. So, there was supposed to be a second
0: stimulus,
1: right? uh, From the Heroes Act. Mm
0: -hmm. What happened to that? So, and I kind of touched on this in one of my videos, but there are so many other, I guess, you can call stimulus things going on right now between the unemployment, some people still haven't gotten their first stimulus check, um, student loan deferments, rent moratorium. So there's still a whole bunch of stimulus people are still receiving right now. So what I thought personally was, they would wait till probably the end of July, or I'm sorry, the end of the summer, or maybe even into the fall, before they actually make a decision about that. And it seemed like that's actually what's gonna end up happening. The House of Representatives, and just to kind of take a step back, for those who don't understand the process, What happens is when they have a bill depending on which you know chamber introduces the bill whether it's the senate or the house of representatives both of them have to actually vote on that and approve and then the president has to actually vote on it too and approve it and then that's how the bill gets into becomes a law okay so Mm -hmm. with the heroes act right now it's only on pretty much step one where it's been passed by the house of representatives and now we're waiting for the senate and between this time basically it just it's like a whole bunch of back and forth they're going to rewrite things you're going to add in whatever they want to add in on both sides and then what you'll end up with is like an 1800 page bill that has a whole bunch of crap in it but honestly most people only care about we stimulus you know um, so that yeah, kind of was takes those
1: things included in there. There, there was loan, forgi- loan forgiveness, hazardous paid for the central workers. Yes. So uh, it's a
0: very, you know, it's it's going to be a pretty hefty one. It's actually going to be more expensive than the previous one. I think the other one was 3000000000000 trillion. I'm not sure what this one's supposed to be, but I know it's supposed to be more. I think a trillion dollars more, um, in a total stimulus package. Um, so basically they said that they have it on their calendar to discuss at the end of july Mm -hmm. so i think we'll be hearing something either you know july or august or so so it's still on the table they haven't um turned it down once it passes the senate it has to go through trump and then it'll become a law and then from there you know at least if judging by the previous stimulus check it took three weeks for that whole process to happen to where people started getting their money so maybe it'll be three weeks again i don't really know obviously because it hasn't passed yet
1: Wow. wow yeah So when it comes to Trump, y'all know we just gotta keep our fingers crossed and you know hope and pray because yeah, that's that. We don't really know how that's gonna go. Um, So when it comes to the unemployment (laughs) numbers right now, it's it's looking crazy. Like it's absolutely really crazy. And now while those numbers may have went down slightly from 43 to 30 million unemployed. That's Mm -hmm. because the country is starting to open up Exactly. and some people are going back to work. But, um, as Crystal mentioned in one of her videos, places are opening up with 50% capacity. So if you have a staff of 10 to run your business, you no longer need that whole staff of 10 because you have half the business. Exactly. So half the business means half the staff, which means not everybody's coming back to work. You don't need all those people. Yes. So with that, that's that's a whole other problem. That's, that's a big problem. But I know with the bailout, you said um, one of the stipulations was they had to keep the same number of full-time employees for eight weeks. But when do those eight weeks start?
0: It just depends on when they took the bailout money, honestly, because obviously there's been, like, let's say maybe you were okay in April, but then in May you came up on some hardships and then you took the loan out. So it's eight weeks from that, right? So it's kind of it's going to be staggered, which is why I said it's not necessarily like a whole, okay, at the end of this month it's going to be over with. But just depending on when these companies took out these loans, it's eight weeks from that period. So if we're assuming that all of them took it out as soon as it was available, well then that's gonna come up at the end of the summer. So um basically at that point, now these companies will have flexibility to fire people. Mind you, they could have still fired people, but they had to keep the same amount of full time employees. So if they fired one person, they would have to hire another person full time also and just keep that same number up until the eight week period is over with. So um that's why I say I don't think we've really seen the bulk of the economic you know pain because we still have a whole bunch of things still kind of keeping everything propped up
1: right so that's okay so you know what that answers it, it didn't it's not a question i have but i was just like uh safara they let go a lot of their staff and mm-hmm. the majority of people they let go of part-time so that makes sense if they needed bailout, they could take that and they wouldn't be affected by that because it's part-time people to let go not the full-timers
0: exactly and on top of that it was once they actually accepted the money so if they knew that they were going to request that loan they could have fired everybody before they took the loan
1: oh so that's how
0: it works you see how they mm -hmm, they play too much so sneaky sneaky exactly so there's still ways to game the system if you know you're gonna take the loan out you fire people and if you whoever you have on now just you have to hold on for eight weeks and then you can get rid of them after um unfortunately
1: that's sad that's
0: sad So
1: there's two things I wanted to uh, talk about right now. So uh, you mentioned that jobs have vanished from 2010 to now over 10 years. Jobs have vanished.
0: Girl, where did they go? (laughs) So what I meant was from the last recession, right? 2008, um, we really, we pretty much reached a bottom at around 2010, 2012. And then we started kind of picking ourselves back up from then. Right. Mm -hmm. So from 2010 to 2020, we gained 22 million jobs. So 22 million jobs were created over that 10 year period. But because of the COVID shutdown, you know, we lost 40, up to 43 million jobs at one point. So that's what I meant when I said they vanished. All those jobs that were created in these 10 years are pretty much gone because we had twice the amount of number of unemployment and they're estimating that out of that you know 40 million who had had to um file for unemployment they're thinking something like 40 percent of those people will not get their jobs back um so that's you know uh, that's pretty much 16 million people um, that won't be able to get it back into the workforce uh, according to their calculation so i obviously i hope that's not the case but that is a case and we've pretty much got rid of a great majority of the twenty two million jobs that were created since twenty ten. Wow. Yeah. I, I really
1: hope that's not the case either. But the the realist in me says it's it, it may be looking that way because I mean the way people are opening up and they're letting their staff go, it's like I let you go and I, I would like to bring you back, but I don't have the business. No. Capacity to bring you back. I, I can't physically
0: exactly. do it. And I don't know if you've been out there, but you know, I'm, I'm in Florida, so we've definitely been opening up, and I've been. You know,
1: God, down there acting
0: crazy, girl. Listen, don't even get me started on okay. already. Right? I'm about to take my talents right back up to New York. But anyways, <laughs> at any rate. You know, we open back up, you know, I went to the mall, I've been going to different places and it's literally a ghost town. It it almost feels like a really weird vibe because I've just never seen it so empty. Mm-hmm. So even though, like I said, even if they're open up and they're fully ready for your business, there's people who are still absolutely terrified. And then when you watch, you know, the news, they're saying, oh, everybody's having a big jump in cases. So it's just a really weird, uncharted territory. Even though we're open, people are still too afraid to go out there. So like, like you said, they're not going to hire all those people back because they literally can't. I mean, so that's why, like, you know, that 40% might not be off because we can only really keep a capacity at 50% right now. So why would I need my whole staff? And even at the 50% capacity, they're not even able to fill that up, you know?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know here in New York, we just started phase two. uh, What's today? Today's Tuesday? we just started it yesterday and like places you can dine outside so places that weren't even set up for outside dining have now moved tables to the sidewalk and it's like inside they could seat maybe 30 40 50 people maybe now you're talking about going down when you can only sit four people
0: Right. Exactly. So think about restaurants. We don't, we, you only probably need one or, or, you know, maybe more than one because they have to work every day, but maybe just a couple of, of, of waiters or waitresses and a couple of cooks. You don't really need a full staff.
1: Exactly. And we don't
0: know when that's going to, when we're going to enter a new phase where it's going to be, you know, okay for them to actually have more people. And even if we go into a new phase, how much people are going to feel confident in going out there and not catching, you know, Corona
1: yeah there are there are people that are just like you know what <laughs> i'm okay i'm gonna stay home yeah. it's just because the the wave is coming back and it's just like well, i i have this thing and i say corona just spinning the block that's all it's, it's just spinning the block. <laughs> exactly because like it went back up in china like it went back up in other places it's just like yo are, are we just gonna have like a kind of chill summer and then we back inside, come September, October, is is that what it's gonna look like? But I feel like we need to prepare and not be like, oh, no, it's, it's all fine. Everything is it's good. It's like, don't quit. Don't be caught slipping pretty
0: much. <laughs> exactly. And not even just from like a health perspective, but also financially, you know, because yes, people are feeling more comfortable. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, I've been feeling good too. Like I, before I would go outside and it'd be like kind of I have like a little bit of anxiety, but now I feel a little bit better. You know, it feels nice to actually see things are open up and see like more traffic on the roads. It, it almost feels like it's kind of back to normal, um, and that's how it will feel. But then, you know, my main concern is just really I'm I'm worried about people's jobs and people's livelihoods. So to the extent that you can prepare now, if you still have a job now, really actively think about saving as much as you can, especially if you get another stimulus check, like what i actually saw was a lot of people were buying flat screen tvs with their stimulus check money so, yes yes okay and a, a flat screen tv shot up and so did um alcohol which i understand because i'm yes i was you, drinking so i'm not even like yes, to that. you all need a drink <laughs> yes so between that flat screen tvs and home improvement those saw dramatic jumps like people were probably at home like damn my house is ugly you know so like these people that, that's me <laughs> I, I, had to, <laughs> <laughs> I had to spice up some stuff in my house, too, because, you know, so I definitely think it, there's some truth to that, you know, um, but it, it just kind of goes to show that America really is a consumption-heavy country, you know? Um, we don't produce a lot. We really, the majority of our growth comes from us just swiping our cards, and I just don't want that to end up being our demise.
1: Oh, yeah, because that could definitely backfire. I mean, for some people, I could see... People who had, who have jobs and they're like, you know what, this is extra, I'm just going to take this money to play around with because I'm saving from my check. I'm just going to take this money. Maybe do something a little fun with it because there is nothing fun to do right now. Right. So let me just get a little happiness in my life. Those people I can understand for those who are unemployed, you know what? I have to say the same thing because just because you're unemployed, yes, it would make sense to save it. Yes, it absolutely would. But where's the happiness?
0: yeah you have none it's hard it, yeah it's definitely hard especially if you are unemployed but um i don't know i think that's all the reason to try to like, definitely make sure you're saving more because we don't know what kind of jobs are going to be ba- be available for these people you know mm-hmm. and then you have companies like walmart who are they're trying to go completely um cashierless like everything is going to be just those you know scan scanners <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> but you know that's when you have these big corporations kind of in charge of everything they're going to try to get rid of as much humans as possible and then you're not going to have those jobs anymore you know so everything i love technology but it's also another thing that we have to compete with mm,
1: that's so true that yeah so, true. so would you right now since you're okay you're really pushing saving which I'm definitely, I'm riding that wave. I, I'm riding that wave. I feel like I've been adding to my savings account more than more than I usually would. But I mean, yeah. I'm like, I'm not happy. I look at the amount. I'm like, oh, this is nice. I wonder if I would have been able to save this much if I was working. Like, right, like right. Work. it's kind of cool, I like it. <laughs> but uh, would you, add, I mean, I've seen the video, but I've just, she does have a video on paying off debt, but we're, I'm not going to tell you all the details. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go watch it for yourself. So Absolutely.
0: um
1: you mentioned that they've been slashing credit card limits.
0: Yes. And that's another reason. So I kind of want to reiterate, because obviously, I that would kind of contradict things that I've said, but as the times change, so can your perspective. So before all this stuff was happening, I would tell people, you know, if you're a saver, you're a loser, because you're, you're earning maybe 1% of your savings, right? But then inflation is like what, what they say, quote, unquote, is 2%. So even though you saved, and you got 1% interest, but now you can't buy as much as you could before because inflation kind of ate away at that. But in these times where we have so much uncertainty, that's why it's important to save. Not because, because I honestly, you're still going to be losing against inflation, but you wouldn't want a situation where you lose your job and then you are worrying about how you're going to eat or how your bills are going to get paid. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to kind of just caveat into that before I talk about the credit cards. But yes, They are starting to tighten up when these companies see that, you know, we're having some trouble in the market or we're going to be in the territory of a recession, they start to pull back. So you'll see things like Chase, they're saying, okay, you can't get a mortgage here unless you have a 700 credit score and unless you put 20% down, which in some areas is hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, So they're tightening up. The credit card limits, and I've actually, my friends, I've seen people in my comments too tell me, hey, this happened to me too, where you might have had a $1,000 credit limit and when you wake up, it's $500. They're not only attacking people who are risky, but um, they definitely are, definitely emphasizing their slashing on people who maybe have had trouble paying in the past or who have more challenged credit because they're trying to now protect their own pockets
1: Mm, well, you know what? That makes me wonder. I was looking at my Capital One car the other day, and I was like, "There's some money missing. Where? Where is the money?" But the weird thing about it is, when I went into my account and looked, my credit limit was the same. And I was huh. like, "Well, maybe I maybe I didn't get the updated statement or something, or yeah. I don't know what's happening." But I, you hear the sounds of New York. Yeah, this <laughs> this is definitely live recording. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but um, I, 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 I'm still working on it And I'm thinking that may have happened To me and I just don't Know it until I get the new statement And then it's going to be super pissed But I yeah. get, I totally Get it why
0: Yes and I get it too but And you know I don't want to get too technical but I think a lot of people don't Understand that these banks Don't have that money so It's different if like you know I'm Loaning money to somebody And I'm charging them interest because I I actually worked hard for that money and I'm loaning it to you. So I need to get compensated for that. Right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The way money is put into our system is through loans. So when you got that credit card, they didn't have, let's say, $5,000. They didn't have that $5,000 waiting around for you. When you got the credit card, that $5,000 was created. Okay. So if it wasn't for you, that money wouldn't have been there to begin with, but let you not pay the bill, let you not, you know, whatever, then you're going to get penalized for it. And that money wasn't even there. And it's, it's, it's more obvious with homes too. So it's like that money for your mortgage, they didn't have it. They just typed it up in the screen. And if you don't pay them, well, then they, now they have a house that costs them nothing. Cause they didn't have to work for the money. They literally just created a deposit in your name and charge you for it. Um, I have a video on that if I lost anybody but <laughs> I don't think I don't think people really understand the banking system that's probably why we're not taught about money because if people really got it you know the riots that we were seeing would be nothing you know Mm -hmm. um and I try to like explain these things in a way that doesn't make you sound crazy because there's very people in my comments like what are you talking about and it's like I'm talking about the truth like these are things that I researched. these are things that you can get right on our government's websites you know um but it's boring right we rather watch insecure that's yeah. more interesting who cares about, about the fractional reserve <laughs>
1: your videos are short to the point it's like by the time you kind of start to drift out it's like oh look oh, okay, at that yes yeah,
0: because i know these these topics are just oh god they could be so heavy and a lot of times since we don't get that that education on them it's kind of like listen i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i'm about to go watch me some tv you know so, so. something i did
1: want to point out you heavily stood against anyone taking out a car or a home loan right now
0: yes and obviously you do what you're comfortable with but right now it there seems that, like there's going to be a lot of downward pressure on cars and homes The homes is a little bit more tricky because there are a lot of like rents and mortgage moratoriums where people don't have to pay their rent. They don't have to pay their mortgage. They're just chilling until 2021. Mm -hmm. Right. So that is kind of like a through a curveball in um what's going on. So I think there will be downward pressure on homes. I just don't think it'll be right now because a lot of people right now are being saved. They're not getting foreclosed on because they literally can't get foreclosed on, right? right. And they don't—they literally don't have to pay their mortgage. Um, but a lot of these contracts, the way they were written was, if you don't pay that mortgage, well, then at the end of the, the, the forbearance period, you'll have to come up with that money. And obviously, if I didn't have it at month one, I'm not going to have it at month seven. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, you have a couple of options. You can get foreclosed on. They probably try to like rewrite your contract. I mean, and that's when we're going to see a lot more issues. So I don't think we'll see downward pressure on home prices until next year, because that's when people are going to really start, you know, really feeling the grunts of it. Um, but these cars, I mean, Hertz has gone out of business. They have to sell thirty thousand cars a month, right? I mean, not out of business. they um, they filed for bankruptcy and part of the bankruptcy plan is to sell 30,000 cars a month. Okay. That's a lot of cars going into the market. That's downward pressure because when you have so much cars to sell, but not a lot of people buying, they have to put the price down. Right. Exactly. Um, so if you are in the market and you can hold off, then I would definitely suggest doing that. But again, I'm not giving anybody personal financial advice, do what you're, you're comfortable with. I don't think you should blindly listen to anything anyone says, always do your own research. Um, but that's what i'm doing. I lord knows I want another car But i'm just holding off because I do think there'll be much better buying opportunities Oh, absolutely and a house yeah. Exactly. So
1: if someone was like say they were house hunting right now Would you say yeah perfect go ahead Do what you want to do right now or would you say maybe you should wait?
0: So it depends because if they're in a market like new york miami, um, and california those are coastal cities they're very cyclical so they feel impacts of the economy much stronger than somebody in Wyoming or somebody in you know Michigan right Mm -hmm. so it depends on where you're at in the world if you're in a cyclical market which is like for me Miami you know you New York different places like that they get hit the hardest because they're the most expensive right so if you're in an area like that, then it might make sense for you to wait. But again, if you think you have job security, if you feel secure, if you think that you'll be able to make those payments, then I mean, hey, do you. But that's not thats nothing I would be doing at all or telling any of my people who are close to me to be doing at this moment. But if you're in the middle of nowhere, not to be rude, but if you're like, you know, chilling somewhere, even like Atlanta, which is still a popping city, but it's not super overpriced. It's like a linear market. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, so I you it might not really impact you that much because m- m- prices for the homes are normally kind of, you know, constant. So you have to like, look into what your market is. Are you in a linear market? Are you in a cyclical market? And then you go from there.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, y'all heard
0: <laughs> But do what about you, want. Where you
1: Think about where you live and what you can do. And if your job is like, listen, you ain't going nowhere. You here. When we come back, you coming with us.
0: Right. You know, you have that stability Then go ahead and, you know, rock out right because if you like if you got it you got it right no one's gonna say i'm not pocket watching you gotta do what's what's comfortable with for you but i think that there's gonna be a lot of opportunities if you're just a little bit patient um i know they say it's really bad to time the market but with everything that's going on i wouldn't really feel comfortable signing myself up for a you know hundreds of thousand dollar house right now Mm -mm.
1: nope
0: good yeah (laughs) yes sir Especially because I see real estate um, specifically as more of an investment. So I was looking, I was actually in the market for a home before all this stuff happened because um, I want to get a duplex, you know. Um, it's- and then that way you can actually make money off of it. Right. So someone's paying your mortgage for you mm-hmm. and yeah. And then in, this, in these times, like it's how expensive it is in Miami, it doesn't, nothing makes sense right now. Like nothing that I would buy would pay me and that, you know, and I want to buy real estate for it to pay me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. I think it's going to be down with pressure on the prices for sure.
1: Okay. All right. So right now we've been seeing a lot on the news. Oh, we're in the middle of recession. Oh, it's like the depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just chop my hair off because I don't know what's what. Um you <laughs> did hint on, you did speak on it on one of your one of your videos. So uh just give people just a small breakdown of what's the difference and then you guys can check out the video for the rest of the details. Um what's the difference between a recession
0: and an economic depression? Okay. So we're in a recession period, that's a fact. They won't tell you until maybe August, um, but a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I'm not gonna bore you guys. It's just the GDP is what they use to measure our growth. It was negative in the first quarter. The first quarter ended in March, okay? We was only in this coronavirus thing for 17 days of March. So in 17 days, it went negative. What do you think this quarter is going to look like? This quarter ends June 30th, okay? Some were saying it's going to be negative 30. It was negative seven. It just 17 days. That's all it took for us to get to negative seven. So they're saying it might be negative 30 this quarter. We won't know, again, until August. They have to compile all the data, then they let you know. But, I mean, I'm willing to put my neck on the line. Like, there's no way the number is positive. There's just no way, right? So we're in a recession, boom negative two quarters of negative growth is a technical term a depression goes on for years and it's normally things that are beyond that simple you know kind of one-dimensional calculation right because gdp is only one measurement what's 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 that okay so it's it's basically a mixture of a couple of things but what does the the acronym mean i mean oh gross domestic product sorry okay that doesn't really make sense but but anyone who was like what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so gross domestic product and it's basically it's it's composed of what the government spends what we spend what businesses spend and our exports just to keep ah, it simple
1: okay all so the money combined together.
0: everybody's spending everything yes it's just a measure of that yeah. right but it doesn't measure things like unemployment it doesn't measure things like income and that's what a depression would do when you're seeing like a lot of you know unemployment for a very long period of time people aren't producing as much our incomes aren't growing so a depression puts more things into consideration and they're saying okay well for these past years we haven't seen an increase in income in these past years we haven't seen any production no manufacturing things like that so it takes more things into consideration over a longer period of time okay. so we while we are definitely in a recession the depression will might you know we have to kind of see where okay. we're going to be
1: all right well Yes, yeah. we will see. Uh, the article. Okay, so there was an article, uh, from Buzzfeed that um I I shared with Crystal. We kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, it was it was called the real economic catastrophe hasn't hit yet. Just wait for August. So, like, okay. of course, the title alone will grab you. Like, what? What's right. in August? What? <laughs> when when the article came out was it was the beginning of June. so I'm like, wait, we're well, not even in July. What are you talking about August for? Right until we jumped a little bit deeper into the argument i was like oh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so um if you aren't aware currently uh most states have evictions banned they have federal student loan payments on hold like most of them and there's a six month break on mortgage payments so six months uh, from when it started kind of puts you at uh, about october yeah, about october Mhm. Uh-huh. But as Crystal mentioned earlier, the end of July Crystal, you you take it from here. You you go ahead and you take it from here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically it- Everything is going to come to an end. Like you thought, yeah, hot girl summer, been canceled, right? Because it's going to be very cold. (laughs) After what happens, you know, we're going to have people no longer getting their extra unemployment, right? And that in and of itself is a big deal, right? Because if you guys didn't know... hundred dollars like... A week, a week, right? Like that's ridiculous. That's more than people would bring you home. Exactly. The average, or not the average, I'm sorry, the median. The median income for Americans is $33,000, okay?
1: Mm.
0: Some people were making more money on unemployment, sitting at home, enjoying time with their family. Ain't nobody trying to go back to work, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, So imagine when that's cut off, then you're coming back into an economy that is half its production, right? And you're trying to get a job and you're competing with, you know, 30-odd million people also looking for jobs, okay? Um, That's going to be absolutely catastrophic. And- Maybe it won't turn, if they have this HERO Act and they actually get that passed, that actually increases the unemployment benefits through the end of the year. Um, It actually gives us, you know, another stimulus check and it actually gives us much more money for your kids. So each kid gets $1,200 this time. So if you're an adult, you get $1,200. If you have a kid, you get $1,200 too. Um, So if that comes in, well, then maybe the BuzzFeed article, we could take, you know, put on the back burner. But if not, yes, you will definitely see a lot of downward pressure on everything because there's going to be a lot of desperation. People are going to be, they're going to need money, right? They're going to, that twelve twenty four hundred dollars $2,400 is going to vanish. There's no jobs to really get because there's a lot of people trying to compete for the same amount of jobs. Um, so it can definitely be a little bit ghetto, I'm going to be honest, but I do think- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why I think that you know I say in so my videos constantly they're gonna have to give somebody something. That's the like, government has to step in. They they gotta yes. They have to I, do something. I don't yeah I don't see them not trying to because they have been throwing money at this problem. And, and mind you, I don't agree with that. I don't think it's necessarily the right thing to do. But right. I think given how far we've come, it's the only thing they can do um, because if they don't do that, it's going to be an absolute mess. Really, they're gonna have to do something to keep people afloat. The $1,200 was even an insult. A lot of people were saying they can't do much with that money, you know. A lot of people can't even get in through to the unemployment lines. Um, still, they still haven't gotten their money from March, so there's people who are still struggling. And if you cut off those benefits completely and don't back any back it up with anything else, <laughs> I don't know. I
1: saw that, that line in
0: Kentucky, I was like, Yes, whoa, it was like never ending. I couldn't believe that. And those, and mind you, so people, those people who didn't get their unemployment, so there are people who still got their unemployment, plus those people. I mean, I wouldn't think that was Kentucky. That to me, like, like maybe Miami. I couldn't believe so much people in Kentucky was in the unemployment line, you know? So imagine bigger cities um, that have much more people to manage, you know? Imagine how many thousands of people are still waiting for their unemployment money. That's Um, sad. Yeah, so it's just, it's gotten very, very crazy, which is why I say, I just, I really urge you, if you have a job, thank God, and Mm -hmm. just make sure that you, you know, you don't want to be in that unemployment line in desperation. Obviously, you would still apply for your benefits, but you would at least want to be in a place where, okay, well, at least I can, I can go a month or two, because it's taking people that long to get their benefits.
1: Right, exactly, and just, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what's going to happen come August, well, this is, okay, this, this differs by state actually Mm -hmm. so august is i'm not even august july 31st is when the last payment for the additional payment for unemployment will hit Mm -hmm. but in florida which where crystal is july 1st is when they lift the eviction ban and california they lifted july 28th here in new york they lifted august 20th Mm -hmm. do you know the amount of mayhem that will take place if you're removing the extra money people are getting from unemployment, then you're lifting this eviction ban that could possibly end with hundreds of thousands of people homeless.
0: Like the yes. government
1: really is going to have to do something
0: right, exactly. and that's that's why it's just it's, it's going to be it could be it can get really catastrophic and honestly. Um, like I was saying, may, I wouldn't. Like I said, I don't think I'll see downward pressure in home prices maybe until next year because depending on where you're at, some states are like really landlord friendly, and some states are tenant friendly. New York, for example, is a very tenant friendly um, state. So a tenant can be in there not paying rent for months and months and months before they actually finally get evicted. I've actually known someone personally who it took them about eight months to get somebody out of their house okay so yeah so in states like like new york even florida too they're very they, they favor the tenant so it might take them a little bit of a while but and plus the the amount of people that are gonna have to get um evicted it's gonna be interesting you know um yeah because you
1: know what you know what i just thought about if you're evicting these people right so say you got an apartment building with 10 10 apartments and out of those 10 apartments maybe four you have to evict people from now, those are four empty apartments you have. People exactly. aren't looking for apartments right now because they don't have the money. No. So then you're sitting with those empty apartments now.
0: Exactly. It's a cascading effect. I mean, it's, it hurts everybody. You know, these rent moratoriums hurt the landlords too because they live, right? They have to earn, their living off of their rental properties and they're not getting their money. So it, it definitely hurts everybody. And like I said, the majority of our growth in the economy comes from spending. So if they're not giving people money to spend, then we are going to keep on be, having quarters and quarters of negative growth.
1: That's where the stimulus checks come in at exactly in hopes that go spend put the money back into the economy. But I mean, for New York City, twelve hundred dollars. If you're a single person, that's that's not much.
0: Like going to evaporate.
1: Mm-hmm. Like pretty much. Like you need to add a little bit more than two thousand dollars would be great. That that right. would be a nice little cushion. Yeah,
0: because, that will help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus an increase in unemployment and obviously. These things are pretty like socialist. I don't think people like like that word, but you know, you are give you're taking from the many and giving to some people. I don't think people realize that the government doesn't make money, right? Mm-hmm. The government does nothing. We do all the work. The government collects taxes. That's what they do for a living. That's that's it, <laughs> right? So when you are getting unemployment and when you're getting all these stimulus checks, it's you, we're paying for it. Us, our our kids. The the government gives out like 30-year, 10-year loans, basically. So my daughter will be paying for 2020's mess, okay? Um, because the government doesn't make money. We make the money. Uh, so we're just borrowing from ourselves, which is just really ridiculous. That's,
1: it's, it's,
0: wild. This is... it's, a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up and we're gonna try to wrap this on a good
0: note i was just about to say i want (laughs) to sprinkle in some positivity in there i do want to say that um nothing lasts forever right including bad times so um i think that the more people become aware of our banking system and just finances in general and just kind of taking control um not becoming you know, victims to uh, like, oh man, I got to have that. I got to have the newest one. I got to have the new- newest this. Um, that's how we can really create wealth. And honestly, when we come across times of like recessions, it would be a good thing for us because not everybody suffers in recessions. A lot of people sit on the sidelines and they just pick up properties for dirt cheap. They pick up stocks for dirt cheap and they just really create their wealth like that. When people, when you see people with, like these big houses and stuff, it's because they had families who knew how to make money, no matter what's going on. And that's the purpose of my channel, right? Like it doesn't matter what's happening in the market. Like it could be a recession. It's not going to affect you because you've, you know, you are always watching, you're keeping your eye on what's going on and you move accordingly. So, you know, it's not too late. I know it sounds crazy and everybody's all scared and, but it's, we still have a lot of time, you know, we, things still haven't gotten crazy, crazy yet. Um, We still have a lot of, stimulus going on they might have some more stimulus going on so there's still you know time to pull yourself out um so if you are in a position to you know do to take care of your finances and get rid of your debt do that um if you don't have any money saved up i would suggest maybe saving up some money just so you can be prepared um it doesn't have to be scary it could be actually a really good opportunity for those who who can take advantage of it
1: right if you have enough money you know save then in- you could pick up a pretty cheap property, you know, and That's then it looks a little bit better. You can make some money off that and be like, you know what? It was worth it. it
0: exactly. Worth it. Because in some places, how real estate went down like 50% in 2008. And I think this time it's even worse because it's just like everything is, ha- is, is kind of going on at once. Whereas in 2008, it was just the housing market, you know? So if we could see things go down by 50%, like, yeah, that'd be a really good day for me. So... Yeah, you know, obviously we don't know what the future holds, but you can there's there's potential to really start creating your wealth buying physical assets, which is just really real estate, and there's precious metals too, and, and things like that. But real estate has really propelled a lot of people. I think it said something like ninety percent of millionaires have real estate. Um, so keep an eye on it you can really help build your wealth dynastic wealth that's what I'm looking for um you know not generational wealth like dynastic is you really set your whole family up and it it could start with you so
1: talking okay all right (laughs) yes I've actually been looking into the real estate market we'll we'll talk more off here about it of course I did a sim I was in a seminar on Sunday for about two hours and I learned a lot. I was like, "Whoa! So this is how yes. we do it." Yes, I, yes, yes. I mean, I did the part of the He, of course, tried to sell me something. I was just like, oh, yeah,
0: "Yeah, all right, gotta go." Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks, <so>. though. <laughs> right. No, but I've seen it firsthand with my family. My, my family, they, you know, they were really into real estate, and I've seen what it's done. So I know firsthand that it can really change your life.
1: Oh yeah, we definitely going to chop it up then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as you're as see, it's a little bit tricky in Florida here in New York our numbers haven't they've gone up a, t- a tiny bit I think we the the governor is really like tiptoeing with opening up the city mm-hmm. we're just on phase two yeah. so what are you looking forward to like once the city fully opens up what do you what is the one thing that you really would like to do once the city fully opens up
0: honestly I just want to go out without wearing a mask like that would make me so happy Girl. Going, going to the store Girl. no mask <laughs> <laughs> like i don't even care i could just going straight to the supermarket Like i just i just want to feel free get that kind of like you know no anxiety like that's what I, I want to just feel like a breath of fresh air like no pun intended i just really want to just breathe <laughs> yes. yeah. but yeah because i mean we're pretty much open um I can pretty much do whatever I want, you know. I to get my eyebrows done, like my nail shops are open, like everything is open. It just still feels weird because I I have to make sure I have my mask. I still have to be paranoid. So, it would be nice to just get back to a normal, which who knows when that's gonna be. Exactly.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. What
0: about you? What you got? What you waiting for? Um,
1: I, I literally I just want to go out with my friends. I just want to be around my friends. We have a good time with no mask. I went to the store the other day. It was it's ninety degrees here in New York. Mm-hmm. I just went a few blocks and I ripped the mm-hmm. mask off as soon as I had washed. I was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> I am saying not to go back outside for the rest of the week. Yes, I was,
0: like, oh. yes. Like,
1: I, I was like, I didn't know I could sweat on my face like
0: everywhere, like, mm-hmm. girl.
1: <laughs> I didn't know, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to like getting together with my friends and just no mask, turning up. But it's like. I, yeah, I don't know when that's gonna be able to happen. I know. And not turn family? up over
0: Zoom, like no Zoom. No. <laughs> I don't want to see Zoom ever again. Okay.
1: Right? <laughs> Only for work purposes.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm not even mad at the work from home. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even want to go back to work, but Oh what are
1: you What are you supposed to go back to work? Or have you returned already?
0: they've opened it up for people to go in but literally like 20 people have gone in and i wasn't one of them i'm staying behind right here because i don't want to go i don't want to deal with the stress of wearing a mask and having to be paranoid about touching buttons because i work in south beach so you know Ooh. the tourists uh-uh, i'm okay I'm I'm right here. walking down the south beach I
1: got more than I exactly
0: eat. and i'm like right in the thick of it too i'm listen i'm i'm way okay so I haven't gone yet. They are very flexible, which I'm so thankful for. So we, there hasn't been any mandatory, you must come in. Um, And I don't even see when that will be because when we asked HR, they had no clue. So right now I'm just being, I'm enjoying being at home because I can focus on my YouTube channel more. I can record, you know, during my lunch break. So it's been helping me grow my, my own passion project.
1: All right. That's what's Mm -hmm.
0: up yes yes <laughs> i'm
1: not uh i'm not set to go back into the office and so they're talking about after labor day but uh even oh, okay. they're saying that uh it'll be team so two weeks on two weeks off two weeks on something to that degree but mm-hmm. uh they have to factor in the school because yeah. if the schools are not open then that means parents don't have childcare, which means okay we got to think of something else so exactly are yeah, you like liking work working hard. from home I love
0: it. Yeah, me Absolutely. too. <laughs> I love it. I just want. It, I, I yeah, want. It for
1: kids, uh, I'm I'm saving. That's for sure. So I'm not Girl, angry. Yes. Like I I feel more relaxed. I will say that. You know how at work you kind of yeah. like, oh I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. You know I yeah. feel more relaxed. Like this is cool. The time ago. Guess it's what? great. Whatever don't get done today, will get done tomorrow. Meanwhile, if you was at work, you might stay in the office longer.
0: Exactly it's just more flexibility i'm mean, gonna I hang out with my daughter then i'll do this around 10 o'clock at night like whatever you know it's just flexible i feel like it makes me more a better worker honestly
1: yeah i i think once we all do progressively go back to work this time will be much appreciated and our heads will be on a little bit stronger like you know what mhm
0: got this I exactly this.
1: a lot of people don't i hope they realize the job can be done from home so
0: right. i'm like we need some reform hello Can't at least something. give me a day or two at home or something you know let's we don't have to have a five put day that work. into
1: the like the package of sick days and vacation you know yeah you can just work from home
0: okay and we're oh. saving the earth because we're not commuting you know the gas whatever like exactly. the planet is happy let's save the world come on
1: <laughs> Crystal, it was amazing talking <laughs> to you guys
0: always always good talking to you too Qua. I, I really enjoy these podcasts they're fun <laughs> um go ahead and give them your uh youtube channel again so they can look oh you up yes i am it's crystal at the cash compass so you just type that up into youtube or on instagram to the cash compass spelt correctly <laughs> you gotta emphasize that these days
1: you do please no k's just right? please yeah
0: my name now yeah i gotta spell that out for you but the cash compass is good <laughs>
1: All right 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 <laughs> All right, guys, it's been real. Have a great night. Stay safe. Stay safe. Okay, night. Enjoy. All righty. Bye bye.